It's a podcast. And now... Welcome back to more garbage! Alright, what up everybody? It's Hot Take Tuesday once again right here from uh, Austria. It's your boy Jojo with my co-host Fubzilla and my other co-host in Brooklyn, Vandal. And we got a special guest today. Fubzilla, why don't you take over? This is my man, Bang, Bang Pong Pak D, the one and only. He's yo, the, yo, uh, the multi-disciplinary uh, designer, artist. He's worked from Sean John to Atlantic Records to Fila. He's uh, right now currently a full-time painter and illustrator. Um, he, as you can see, he's in the studio right now with some monster canvases back there. And, uh, you know, you can check him out at bang underscore go, G-O-G-H, on Instagram. And uh, is the site your name still? Yeah, com. I'll put it in the, in the, in the chat. You got, yeah. the do- oh. you got one of the dopest names without ever being a rapper. <laughs> Thanks, JoJo. That's, that's, that's some hot shit. And my but brother like- is Bing. It's Bing and Bang. Whoa, Word, Bing! Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my right. brother's a chef in Thailand. He got a pizzeria out there in Bangkok. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. really dope. So let can we can we start this formal interview? Let's start at the beginning. Well, give we, us we also have eye- Bang on. Go on, go on. Sorry. Give us a little eyedropper into your history. Um, um, I started in uh, post production doing animation. Uh, was right out of school. Um, I went on an interview with my friend Spencer, and we were like pitch- pitching ourselves as a design team. It was like, hey, you guys got to hire us both. And we went to a bunch of agencies, and we got in. Um, they gave us the like uh, one person's pay for the both of us, <laughs> but we were happy at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then um, left that place and worked at Ogilvy and Mathers for about a year and a half. Um, 9-11 happened. I left the country for like a, a year, almost, a year, not a year, but like maybe like five months. I went back home, back to Thailand, came back. Then I, then I got an opportunity to work at Sean John, did that for like a couple of years, and then moved to Atlantic Records, worked there doing marketing and their merch stuff. Um, and then, yeah, and then I started a silkscreen company, did that for a couple of couple of years and i don't know it's, it's so much history that it's like i forget sometimes what i then i worked where the fuck did i work after that then yeah it was just all random jobs like a lot of consulting work mm-hmm. um then finally got into you know i worked at new york state senate for a couple of years two years okay. which is kind of straight out of left field you know my my friend arnold marzan he's uh he's my childhood mentor and you know Someone who was kind of like the access person getting me into an art career, you know, uh-huh. even realizing that even art was possible to do as a profession. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, and then I completely left that whole world after two years and I got into technology and I started doing like UI for mobile phones and apps and stuff like that. And I did that for like five years and... Then got back into advertising, and uh, that was, you know, for about close to a year, and that was the last kind of like commercial work that I've taken on. As a designer. Yeah, as a designer, yeah. 
You've done plenty of work drawing for folks. Yeah, but that was the job that kind of was like, oh, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with this industry for a little bit, and I'm just going to go and draw. And and that's what I did for about four to five years and just was going out, drawing every day, studying with my teacher from SVA um, Mm -hmm. with these location drawings. So I would go on location to different spots in the city with my 18 by 24 board and carbon pencil, and we just sketch, you know, the scenes and the vibe of the city, and and was just like learning how to draw like again, um, mm-hmm. and really being focused on it, you know. Well, I mean, let's talk about that side of being uh, like because obviously, you go from the safe space of having having had so many, so many industry jobs, right? Yes. To yeah. like. To like go into independent art, let's say, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm less, yes. I'm less versed on, on these things. So forgive me if the terminology is no, nah, you got it. Used wrong or whatever, but when you make that transition into like just being an an, an independent artist, yeah, is there it, it you know, is there a feeling that you always got to keep the industry and these things at, uh, right there at an arm's reach for the like for the financial security or do you, are you okay with just letting that side of it go to pursue whatever comes your way in that uh, um, the well, creative side? Yeah. And in, in, in my case, um, it was that, um, but it, yes and no, like in my mind, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this shit anymore. I kind of just want to make art, you know? And okay. it was just like a, in my mental it was like a hard no, like, okay, if it doesn't involve illustration, I don't want to do it. That's kind of where okay. my mind was. And then, I, you know, I lucked out because I, lo- I left that job, that, you know, agency job. And uh, I was like, what am I going to really do? You know, it's like it was like the end of the year. Uh-huh. It's like Christmas time was coming around. And I was like, you know, I don't know where the money's coming from. So um fortunately i had uh a friend she was working at fila and she kind of was just like emailed a whole bunch of people was like hey we're looking for an illustrator um and uh i was just like okay you know this is an opportunity to do it i didn't think i would get hired based on mm-hmm. the work i was doing because i was just doing these location drawings yeah i was like this i was like why are they gonna hire me this doesn't look anything like fashion you know uh-huh. And yeah, and, and so it happens that I got hired and, and I worked with them for like, worked with Fila for like two years on and off. And that was kind of like enough, just enough money, barely enough money just to just cover my bills living in the city and doing all of that. But, you know, it was good because it was like, it kept me in the mental space of just like, hey, let's just, let's just do, learn this illustration thing, you know, because I went from, I couldn't even draw someone's face, you know, like when, uh, when the whole, Start. when, yeah, when it all started, I, you know, I wasn't a fashion illustrator. I wasn't, you know, I learned yeah. some illustration, but it wasn't a focus either. You know? But the shit was nasty, though. That's the thing. Like, he's being humble and shit, but it was nasty. <laughs> it was dope. So you, so you had to, you had to pick up a, a completely different skill set than what you were specialized in. Yeah, completely. Yeah, completely different skill set. And, you know, and yeah, and I have uh, just have the right people like my my teacher having access to like being in communication with him and like showing him like, hey, this is what I'm working on and getting that feedback was is priceless, man. Just having that connection um, and 
and just guidance, you know, kind of like, hey, yo, your your game's not tight right here. This way you got to focus in and just mm-hmm. having that, like somebody just see your, you know, where your weaknesses are and just be like, yo, focus on that a little bit. And yeah. So now, so now what's, what's bang 2021 bang, bang for the future. Uh, Ooh, looking yo, like. um, 2021, man, this is a, it's been a year of, of, uh, self-improvement, like super, you know, at 2020 was self-improvement too. You know, I just, you know, I was just here pretty much through the, the whole thing and just the opportunity to be here was something that I didn't plan either. Um, was just, it just worked out that way. And I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I took a lot of major risk, you know, it was just like left leaving my comfort zone and being afraid to leave the comfort zone at some point, you know, and was, but was just like, Hey, you know, this is like, like, it means something to you. It means something to somebody else. And you can mm-hmm. help out a friend in the process of, you know, if you actually take this leap of faith and, and, you know, commit to coming here and being in this creative studio space. Cause you know, prior to getting here, I was just talking about painting and Fubs knows this for about it's, two it's, years. It's crazy, man. Like, I mean, I've watched it, the whole thing, you know, pelle out in the last few years. Bang and I go back. Yeah, way back. Know, maybe 2004. Awesome. My brother right the there. Building. I'd like, like to take up... a, I'd like to bring a question to the entire, uh, to the entire panel. Roll All them. three of y'all, because you guys Roll are, them. you guys are all independent artists in a way, right? So, you know we what? We all are, They're... including you. True. 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 Right. But you guys are more in this uh, uh, in the thing of what people see as whereas I'm into what people are hearing. But what I wanted to ask you is what would your advice be for the younger guy out there? Let's say like, you know, they're they Get into crypto early. Just get into university. (laughs) You know, they're they're doing the path. They did. They're like, catch up, old man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, my advice is get into crypto early and make yourself some money. Make yourself some money so that you can focus on your artwork instead of working overtime every fucking day. Uh, and the great, it, it, you know, the greatest reward you have um, working overtime every day is getting your paycheck or seeing your work maybe out in the world as an advertisement. It's yeah. not as fulfilling as developing yourself. It's zero. You know, it's now zero. I'm not saying it's not cool. To see mm-hmm. something uh-huh. you made, like forty feet tall in Times Square. Yeah, I mean that's cool. Yeah, it's fire. It. Oh, you see, yeah. it's interesting it, you say that. I split it, it though for art and craft. It's also cool and for right. me to work okay. on something these days that's digital, and you walk out of work and onto the street, exactly. and it's already out there in the world, because you're rushing to meet some deadline. They get the shit approved. It's shot straight to the vendor, and it's like on the screen in the subway by the time you're getting on the train like that's kind of yo but go ahead folks was that so for me it's like a split like you know i shot 
for a long time, I shot a lot of magazine editorial and record label stuff. And I got burnt the fuck out, like mainly because it became hollow for me. You know, I love I love the work and I call it work for a reason um, from afar. And I love the stories and all the energy that came with it. But it was hollow because it wasn't mine. And people then after, you know, because I, I remember one instance, somebody wanted me to be a part of, of a group show, like an art uh-huh. show. And I was like, cool, I'm down. It's like two painters and me. And I had this whole idea of some real, like, I, I came up in dark rooms before anything. And so, like, we did that, like, weird art shit in dark rooms, you know? And right. so I had some shit I was working on. And I was like, I showed it to him. I was like, I want to put this up. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about your, like, stuff? I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, I want to see, like, I was like, do you want rappers up? And he was like, yeah, people want to see that. You know, I'm putting on the flyer. Uh, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. You know, and I was like, you know, and you have to caveat. because it's, And at some point you come to the terms with, it's all your work. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's right. all your work. Now, there is a craft, there's an art. And I think that... Um, for me, balance in hindsight was great. I just couldn't understand it at the time. But it, it, it takes a lot to under to be a commercial artist. It takes uh-huh. a different because you're working in, in a different like teamwork thing, and it's 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 not about what you want to do. At the end of the day, right. it's about what you have to do. You know, and so people look at it differently because there's still like a a fame to it because, like Serge said, it's on the subway. By the time, and you're like, I did that just like 25 minutes ago. By right. the time you get home, people can, can oh yeah, I saw that, I did that. Like you can, people or, can connect. Or on the it. internet. So it's fun, it's but, live. Yes. It's, it's gone live. But there was, there's something, something special about making something that you make for you or make that's fresh. Right. Totally different. Just, it's just a different thing, that's all. You know, it's it's a two, two sides of the coin. Also, but, when when okay, you do your own thing, you you grow as an individual. You know, you you're taking chances, you're exploring things. You're not trying to stay within brand guidelines or what you know, whatever the fuck the directive is. Yeah, right. right. I mean, look. Uh, I mean, look. I, what I what I was trying to get at, and and this this is all good stuff. If there's some people out there that are really involved in the in, in the world of being being creative, visual creativity, whether you're painting, whether you're graphic artist, what have you, photographer, the um, painter. If you're in that world, you might want to. You might be that person that's working for a magazine regularly. You're getting a paycheck, but you got a vision of what you want to do with with your thing right like of course they they hire you to stay within like you were like you were just just describing before vandal you have to stay within a corporate guideline they give you certain certain bullet points and you have to follow those but they're still getting you to transport that visual idea right which still comes from from your hand but like there's the adult way to look at it that's the adult way to look at it. That's exactly it. That's the wholesome kind of like what you come to in later in life. Right. You but know? but at what point do you decide to... Because my mother-in-law is also a painter. 
and I've been to a number of her shows and stuff like that. But she's also working a regular job too. But at one point, at what point do you and Bang feel free to jump in? Um, at what point do you decide? Okay, fuck the Nike money. I'm gonna go make make JoJo money or yeah, Bang money or whatever, or Vandal money, or Fubs money. What, yeah, I think Fubs' vision or your own vision. Like, at what point do you really take that leap of faith? I think when you feel it. I think when you feel it in your heart that you're like, you kind of have it. Like, yeah, you have your mind and your heart set on this. You're like, and you feel it. There's like, there's this connection and this energy to whatever you're working on. And and I think that's rare because that's when the spark happens. And then it's just really like the spark is the ignite, and then once you ignite it, you just gotta keep fucking pumping gas in there, you know. Right. It just keeps the shit burning, and and that's the I think the hardest challenge, just like staying consistent every day, even when you don't want to do it, like okay. or even when you're like hitting walls or like when you're like, damn, what the fuck am I doing? You know, am I is just even the right thing for me to do? Because none of it I don't think is logical at all. At some point, you have to just like you know just have to just go for it and you just go and then just trust you know and i think having faith and having trust is the hard thing to do in this day and age when there's like bills you know fucking coming in every two three weeks and oh yeah you know, for sure and, you know so it's you know yeah it's just, i think you just have to have that like once you feel it and you really like or you or you've just had it you know you just had it with like a, a particular way of living or you're like, I don't want to really do this anymore, you know. I understand I'm making this Nike money, I'm making this this money, and that's important. And I think saving is is a great thing. I didn't I didn't do that very well, you know, with with my money. None of us you know? New Yorkers mm-hmm. did. Yeah, no but thing. you, you know, nothing. yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I think like saving when you're in these positions and knowing that you're you want to. You're going to leave because it's inevitable. You're leaving at some point. Yeah, why they're yeah. firing you or you're you're done and you're done. There's only so, so many times that you want to hear, "Oh, I thought you were gonna do that other thing that you know mm-hmm. we hired yeah. you for," and you're like, "Oh no, but this is dope. Like I'm really proud of mm-hmm. this. This like, like mm-hmm. trust me." And they're like, "Uh." <laughs> They're like, why? You know, maybe just try it. You know, the the original way that. uh, Yeah. Can we just recycle, like, (laughs) rinse and repeat? And you're like, you make it like this. Yeah, you think you're making (laughs) breakthroughs? Like, oh, this is my dopest one yet. And they're like, yeah, what is this? Boop 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 boop. In the words of Joe. Yeah, but we've been there. We've all been there. That's oh man! World, right, like I, sure. I, I, I've actually done that, and I submitted a remix that I actually thought was real dope. Right, and, and they're like, "Oh, we thought you were gonna do a reggae mix, JoJo with the dreadlocks." Yo. Yeah, <laughs> yo, do you know like, how many? Do you know how many like, photo editors I okay. used to fucking go into and be like, "That's the fucking frame you picked out of my shit." What's wrong with you? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You hit those spots where creativity is limited, but you're like, 
but you also have those things where it's like, okay, you did the bare minimum. Like I've gone in to do a voiceover job and went in and did something that I thought was, that I thought I was being funny that they weren't going to take. Perfect. Cut. And they were like, yo, that was it. Thank you. Here you nice. <laughs> and you're, that's like if you, if you come in and like do a fake Jackson Pollock and you're like, you know what? Here's my vision. Splash, splash. And they're like, yo, that's genius. You're like, really? That's where we live, though. I mean, people have done it with beats, too. I mean, we've heard it with we've heard it with music, too. Well, the like, and, and it's the same you know with all actually popular content in general now, where people work really hard on something, but then they'll post yeah. a video of like some behind the scenes blooper, and that's what'll go viral. Oh yeah, you know. Jeez. I mean, for the world of creatives, especially young people that get into it, right? Like. We all know this, right? If you if you go to your parents when you're really young and you say, I want to be an actor, I want to be a painter, I want to be a photographer, I want to be a DJ, I want to be a producer, they're going to go, no, 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 go, go, go be a doctor, go be a lawyer, go, go find a safe job, yeah. right? I but boy, that took, fire looks great. My, my, my entire thing has always been to try to take the best of both worlds right have a little something where there's they're going to give you money but have it be a parallel to where you're working okay boom now i'm working in radio i'm not i'm not david Guetta, but i'm a broadcaster for a career right so what would you look my advice to somebody who wants to do both i've done both can't do both yeah, I've you done can both. Fucking do your daily grind, accept your daily grind for what it is, but use that money as a resource to do the stuff that's well, deep in your heart and your I mind. Think there's, right? There's that would be my thing. advice. There's an ill thing about being young, right? That's ill. Like when you're young, you can really live on less. You know, you don't know yet. Like you're still like you're you're coming up in the world like you know, you're with, you're living with people. You can survive on like less. Yeah, you know, you can energy, follow. But that energy but, and that hunger is what allows you to 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 survive. Right, right. Less. But, but my point is, show that, like, out. So you can get something started when you're young because you can like get focused because you have all that energy and all those hours to figure out if you know what you like. For me, what we did was like during that magazine that early era is like. Working like a billion and a half jobs, but not really because you were living on like fucking peanuts and like happy about it, smiles, right? You know, and like <laughs> smiles, peanuts, and malt liquor, and and so, you know, you're like cool. I can stay up all night and do this hustle. I go do the little day hustle. That's not really something where you're taking it home. You're just doing the day hustle, and you're doing this thing by night, and and you push, and then you you can push these things if you're doing business and hustles to a money point at that age where you don't need all the bread. You don't need, you know, $150,000. You don't need 60 grand yet. You can do it on minimal because you're at that age and, and build your, your personal career. We built, that's how we built the magazine, you know, like, mm -hmm. and at one point we just kind of, 
felt we were doing well enough, which we weren't in any other adult business, but for a bunch of like 20, 11, 20 year olds, we were like, (laughs) we're going to do it and made it pop and like kept pushing once we decided to go Mm -hmm. and just pay our minimums. we, We all had side hustles. But we were paying our like our bare basics, right, to just get this shit together, and right. breathe a little. And we just kept pushing our business and pushing our business, and we got it bigger, and it was working. You know, we, we figured out some shit, but we couldn't have done, couldn't have done it like that fully as an adult. You need a lot more other things. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But it, it's it's also it's it's also hard. But yo, check this out. So check this out. Can I can I lead you guys into another question? Because I really want to dip into all three of you guys' minds for, for this kind of stuff, right? Like, look, the financial landscape has changed from when we were younger and there was a lot of money available for the side hustle so that you could make, so that you could, you know, have some resources to do the things that you want. How would one manage to do that now? How would we do that now? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> we're, we're writing the same notes to each other in the background. <laughs> you guys are writing notes. But somebody okay, answered my okay. question. You guys are all positive. Well, uh, so, no, so, so let, let me, let me kind of telling you feed the babies bro let me side answer that is uh why is drug selling music so popular because it's showcasing the hustler mentality right and it it's it's kind of like this fairy tale like drive that you can like strike out on your own and you can make it happen. You're going to prove the naysayers wrong. You're going to create your own lane. You know, like it's time to like do this, right? Now that's cool, but you also got to pay rent. So what you got to do is you got to create multiple lanes for yourself, right? That stay in one lane shit, that doesn't work because that's putting all your eggs in one basket, right? No, you got to maneuver. You got to be like water. And and anyone will tell you, like, you got to diversify. Anyone that's going to talk to you about, like, money and stability, economic stability, they're going to talk about Mm -hmm. revenue streams, not going to talk about one lane, you know? Right, right, right. But so, so someone that wants to get into the art game, someone that wants to get into the visual, the creative, the creative for themselves, how can they how can they manage to do both now in this financial landscape like well, i'm number already one, you got to embrace technology. technology okay and that means you know whatever it means going live or uh digital libraries or uh you know shooting you know with uh with your phone when possible instead of uh the best you, actually you know what i'm saying like make, make those smart yeah. moves shoot, you don't need I a three thousand dollar camera for everything you do nope. it's wise to use an instrument you already have that's gonna do 
the same job as far as the audience can tell. You know what I mean? Right. Same goes for right. like art materials, man. Like, yeah, it's awesome to work with like the best markers, but when it comes down to it, like, if the shit looks good, it doesn't matter what the fuck you used. You know, markers, paints. Bang! Let's hear. Let's hear what you got to say about that. Um. Yeah, I think I think you know leveraging technology is is a great way in in this in this time and you know video chat and I but I think it all boils down to a portfolio. I, I think like presentation is is you're gonna be your number one ticket to to just you know everything like displaying your work, you know how you organize an arc is very important and you know. For young people, when you have all this energy and you have, like, you want to do everything, right? I, right. You, know, you want to do this, you want to do that, when you do that, kind of like, just get in tune with like really where you want to go and what you want to do, and that doesn't mean you have to like, you know, stay in one lane. You'd be like, hey, I'm gonna just gonna cruise in this left lane for for a long while. I got like 30 miles to go, but yep. you know, there are things. Like on the way if, if that piques your interest you can just dip out and just dip in but yeah i, I think this day and age man i you know the young kids man they know how to make money and like the hustler mentality like yeah hustle hustle on what you believe mm-hmm. in hustle like what you there you go what you That's really like it. your heart yeah what you really love man because you you can take the risk it's like if you're like 16 at this age you know if, you have all the information. You know exactly what to do. You know, we, we didn't, words, we didn't, you know. Do it while mom and dad is paying the rent, right? Yeah, exactly. Do it while you're at home. I mean, at 13 years old, you can do anything right now. You know, they're making fucking hundred thousands of dollars with just hustling wow. and selling drop shipping shit, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, man, it's so great that you don't have to leave your home to even make money. But it's just really like, where do you want to focus in? How do you pro- how do you create the value? You know, that's that's uh, that's what I'm looking to do too. You know, like, and I think we all are. Like, what, where where are our strengths value for us? What is valuable? What is valuable to our you know people that are listening to what we're doing? Or just I tell you what. Yeah. This, that's, this change, right? to me, is more important than a lot of the banter that we talk about for the entire two hours of the thing, right? So means a lot to hear from you guys about, about this kind of thing because for me, for me as, a, as, as a young guy, definitely nothing and absolutely no options, right? I've been lucky to, to have creativity bring me to a point where I where I've found a career job uh-huh I could say that 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 that's a good thing right but the whole thing for me was living that everyday thing of wanting to only be only be a creative corporate job that I'm still well, lucky enough to be comfortable with because I'm I'm able to produce that yeah. Right. But I want to move us on to something else. For those of you that are tuned in, you're tuned into the More Garbage podcast. We got our man Bang with us, our 
special guest, Vandal Fubzilla, JoJo, your regular host over here. You know, uh, want to move y'all into something else. Look, this NFT thing, right? Which once it starts, look, once it starts to leak out to the public like this, which we know has been around. No, for about a it's year going and a half, mainstream two years, right? Because in the last month, because of that right, sixty million right. sale, and because the NBA, the whole people sale, right? Like, but look, a friend of mine sent me a list of videos. He's like, watch this and mm-hmm. learn this, right? And he sent me on like a six-hour deep dive to this whole thing right so let's talk about this whole like you know not the technology of it itself right but the con something out there right in the sense of yeah I can see it (laughs) barely (laughs) I was just checking because I'm squinting you know but uh, the able to put something out there your creative portfolio, whatever it is, and having it go to some that kind of same unique way that the galleries do it, right? And creating some sort of a value, right? Not this sixty million dollar thing, right? That's the that's the whole thing of showing people that win the Powerball, right? Great, you're one of two hundred and forty fucking million people. Plenty of it. Could you, re- in in reality, create? Let's say, what would be, what would be a competitive salary? Okay, five thousand a month. Could you create five thousand from this whole NFT te- technology? If you had a decent portfolio of stuff that you had to offer. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, I, I was just I leaving some room out there. <laughs> I love all this NFT I shit, by the way. I think I think it's really cool that we can... You can even... All right, so there are a couple of companies now that are letting you create your own token, your own crypto token. You can make a bang token. You know what I mean? And no. And people can use those to get like exclusive shit in the future or or whatever unlock um access to whatever live thing you can get in on bang's personal token early at point oh oh one cents and that shit can go up in value to whatever to to based on um his success basically right could you not just set the benchmark like if you just jump in and you go okay look. yeah but th- but someone has to buy that yeah but if you set the benchmark and somebody does buy it is that not the benchmark from there on up or how do, how would that no, work? No, because things can dip in value. You know, Bang could get caught in a scandal, and get and no, get canceled. Get... Uh, the... Or he could get shot, and it fucking sells a lot. 
and then <laughs> like rappers. You know, hey, but you yeah. you're building you're know, building man. value. You know what I mean? And that's what these NFTs are. They you're saying. Look, I think this. I think I think it's all. I, you're saying this look, digital look, work you is know, minted about it and it's one of a kind, right? You say that shit's one of a kind, but it's also just bragging rights for rich people. Well, it's opening up a lot of uh, new industries, and it's getting creative people um, money. It's it's making collectors accountable. It's, it's oh no, I I, 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 I see both sides with, of it. Let, I just, let me uh, ask you this, because like uh, I'm going back to the hustlers mentality here, mm-hmm. right? Might be trying to be a little funny but whatever right so let's say i this collection of photographs of just random hats Mm. just fucking hats of the world collection right you don't own the copyrights on those hats on those designs I, i took the photo look i took the photo of that hat on that setting if I sit the hat okay. on the mixer and I go, hats on mixers. Okay, go for it. The photograph series by DJ Jojo. Okay, so what you do is DJ you Jojo. have to host <laughs> that image somewhere, not on, okay. on your domain because it has to be something more permanent. Because if your domain goes down, then the person who bought it no longer has access to it. So... There are things like the IPFS, which is a file system that exists okay. on a decentralized blockchain. You got them started now. Okay. There it, go. IPFS, uh, the interplanetary Don't file system. Don't tell me about the nerd shit. If I got a hundred Or a lot of the exchanges that you buy stuff from, they have uh, wallets where you host your collectibles. And they're accessible to you at any time. It's like you saying, all right, I I could just download this image, but I want to support the artist. I don't want to search for this thing when I need it. I want to own it. You know what I mean? Um, okay. And But could I be a modern Dadaist? You? Right? Could I take something that people might determine as... Quote unquote, not art. No, you can NFT a photo that you take, sure. And there might be some asshole out there that's like, yeah, I I need this picture of this Miami Dolphins starter cap on a fucking DJM 900. It's a concept. I'm not saying it's not possible. Some asshole might buy it, right? Uh,. If you think someone's going to buy that for $60 million, then I believe in you and you can make it happen. But if I I was advising you, I would say it's not worth minting because there are some costs involved in that. (laughs) As as your lawyer. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. This leads me into a legitimate question because I was trying to be funny before, right? But it does lead me to a legitimate question. Shouldn't every piece of your artwork, every one of your photographs, Fubs, every one of your illustrations, bang, every one of your paintings, your drawings, your markets, they should be are one of a kind. You did it. They should be. You know, you're you're not saying minted. You're saying protected. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like I want to. 
copyrighted before I meant anything. Because if copyright law exists, like yeah. if you try to mint something of a picture of mine and I copyright it and I see it, I fucking tell the, the my lawyer sends you a law, your lawyer a note or you, and then it gets into a fucking death wallet. Bye bye, black hole. Um, it's gone. So. It's not about the forgery thing. Like, I mean, that's another question. It will be itself, removed right? if you report it and they see it. They will remove it from the platform and uh, that token will be burned. When they when they just remove a token from the chain, they, it's called burning a token. They'll burn it. Okay. And the thing is, that's interesting is there's a finite amount of tokens. I mean, there's millions of them, but you can run out of them at some point. So you can't mint every single piece. No, of you can go ahead, artwork, spend right? your money and mint that shit. But you have to pay. Why would you have to okay, spend because money to do it? It's, it's yours. Because there are gas prices involved, meaning electricity involved. You, really, in order to mint dig, something dig, it on, on a blockchain, right it has to be verified by a certain amount of computers, right? A certain amount of people on the blockchain. And that's how you know that that file never changes. If that file is ever altered, it's no longer verified as the same thing. Okay. So 13 computers verify it and you can get your token, but it will keep verifying for like 150 computers or whatever amount of computers. Your gas cost for these computers working to verify this shit depends on the amount of traffic at that time on the blockchain as well. It's the hustle. So you're paying for the electricity that's why it's so expensive to mine for bitcoin that's why the average person can't do that give me your real cash and i'll go buy the computers and the server room um and i'll mine you so for you let me move on to the next topic is at hand which is <laughs> i went and got my vac shot today first one uh, the Yay. Pfizer shot. And I was definitely uh, one of the people that was like, I'm not jumping first in line for this shit. Like, I want to make sure, I want to make sure that that water's safe, you know? Um, and I, <laughs> and somebody I had said, a number of family members already get down. And uh, I've seen a lot of my friends. We sent the, the old photos up, and you got sent all the old anti-vax community. No one out. I got. Oh yeah, I'm kicked out. We're gonna send yeah. all the old I'm being unfriended by QAnon members right now. <laughs> crazy people with crazy eyes that like stare into the camera when they're dancing and shit. Right. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. Um oh, 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 So oh, 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 I'm just letting oh, oh, you know that you know as, 
as a type 2 diabetic, I got my shot and I'm okay. And I got my next one coming up in three weeks. And oh, fuck you and your special class front of the line stuff. And they're, I got my red they're opening up, uh, from what I hear, they're, they're opening up um, appointments for people ages 50 and up, like next week or something in New York. Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, so it's, it's actually moving along fast. Sure. Uh, you know what? I thought about going home because... Believe it or not, I'm still a U.S. citizen, right? So I thought, about, I thought about going home, going to my mom's house, who already has the first jab, right? And, and yeah, yo, I, I need the vaccine and shit. You know, mom's got the vaccine. So, you know, like doing some, like, ghetto, ghetto tourism, like ghetto vaccine. Vaccine tourism, you know, because you could yeah, go to Dubai if, if you're rich, you can go to Dubai and get the shot like this, no problem. You know, but for other places, right? And uh, the entire has somehow miraculously, weirdly, had a getting getting vaccines to to the continent. It's fucked up. Yeah, it is. It's really fucked up. Right? On it, I, I mean, look, I'm glad that the, the way that it has, it's like, it, it, Israel has led the charge on that. It whole will thing. give me more peace right? of mind than fear. That's good. That's, that's just me personally. Really I good. still don't know. I'm, I don't think people should be forced look, to take it. Nobody's um, going to to be forced to take it. I told you that before. Like, those people that are extreme, they can, they need to shut the fuck up. Right? They're stupid. Nobody needs to fucking listen to them. They need to shut the fuck up. Right? Like, honestly, it's better off to get the vaccine and know that you're not gonna fucking die from it than to not get it and you know, maybe possibly be one of the people Even that are in those stats, right? For the you know, was not a hundred percent safe. Is it safer than catching COVID? Listen, if somebody tells me bet on this game, and you got a point zero 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 two percent chance that you lose, guess what? I'm doubling down. And um, you're not going to be hurting anyone else by getting a vaccine. Whereas you could be hurting other people by catching a virus. That's true. I mean, that's just math. That's true. (laughs) I mean, fuck this virus anyway. Um, We're we're coming up at 10.55 p.m. And... I think because uh, we got our audio a little crossed at the beginning, uh, we're probably going to end up chopping that off so we could go for like a little longer, like 10 minutes longer, right? I thought Hot Day Tuesday was longer. The one Which one is the longer on one? Friday night. 
buddy. Oh, Jesus Christ, fucking Friday. When you're always uh, <laughs> every single week. Like clockwork. I, I I know I took you guys way off the rails. Um, but uh, I do uh, want to. Hey, uh, just, I've heard the same NFT story every day, and I'm like, oh my god, my yeah, NFT like, brain's gonna NFT. blow yeah, up. Yeah, believe me, I I have to be patient when I talk to people about it now because I've I've been through all those emotions already, <laughs> you know. Um, so listen. Uh, I, I want to bring up a serious topic, and um, I want to see how... Yeah, let's take a sip of something before we go in on that. Uh, uh, wow. Ah, yeah. Well, I just had some coffee, so whatever. <laughs> Luck I am. Bang on that energy yeah. drink. You are. Yeah, send... Not. Send, a, send a case it's to Bang's place. It's bubbly, refreshing, Mancino vermouth. <laughs> I don't know. It was just laying in the hallway. Somebody just left a whole like four boxes of these stuff in the hallway. There's, there's nothing. There's He's nothing like, like just random. random like, Yo, let me just get. Let me just bag this shit real quick. That is, that's some real. That's you some like. Part of the more garbage pot. No, it has not has been not brought to you. Spreza was free in my hallway. Spreza. I didn't have to go to the Yeah, someone's yelling at a UPS driver over there right now. Like, yo. There's definitely somebody like, yo, we gotta get rid of this this promo shit. Nobody likes it. wasn't too bad. I had four of these and. I feel all right. Yeah. Oh, he's geeked I, up. I have four. Four, four of these. Oh, shit. Bang is geeked up. Bang is geeked up on Spreza. Spreza. And a whole bunch of other stuff. I'll be, be on that Spreza. I got that Spreza, son. Let me tell you. Got that good Spreza. Spreza. I kind of want to get just kind of like a weigh in on how you're feeling about um, the dude that had a bad day and went on a killing spree. Okay. (laughs) On, on, on bad day, Dave or whatever the fuck this guy's name was, is. Um, you, you ready so, for this one? Dickhead. So, really don't want do you think? Uh, I have a specific question about it because it's a conversation I was having with someone uh, just yesterday, I think. Um, now, yes, it's true that he was targeting these spas, and yes, it's true that uh, they were Asian owned. And yes, it's true that six out of the eight victims were Asian. Do you think that it was a racial incident? Because yes. with the argument that I was hearing from the other side, which I, I really yeah, we'll hadn't considered, was that this guy was a sex addict and that it was kind of like coincidence basically 
that these type of parlors are mostly Asian owned and that this is just where he was going for this type of shit and it's actually uh, the type of business that he was attacking. Okay, okay, not okay. The minority. Okay. Stop, 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 stop. Let me stop you right there. Because that's, I think that's the police. Can, can I feel this question right as now. the non Asian person in the fucking room? Yeah. yeah. Can I do this, please? <laughs> Wait, should please. we give you full screen for this okay. one? Okay, listen. Let's yeah, go full screen. Wait. Let's go. We're talking about we're talking about racial incidents that happen in America to Asian people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're talking about a country that killed the people that were living there first, brought and kidnapped a bunch of other people from another nation there killed those people to still continue to kill those people to this day right brought over the asian people said said, yeah we'll we'll pay you the right money for building our fucking railroads fuck those people too locked up another set of asian people a different set of asian people just in case they might turn on them just so they could drop nuclear bombs the only human beings to have ever dropped nuclear bombs on another set of human beings. Right? The same people people through the fucking streets had to be forced to stop hanging their own people that they brought there in their streets and putting it on postcards. Had to be forced to, to, to tell them that the people that they brought there were not three three fifths of a citizen, right? We got a history of doing this shit, and all of a sudden, it's stop the agent hate. We got a structure of hate that that's been brought to that country from the time of its inception, and stop playing this stupid ass. Fucking game. We we need like the applause. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't oh, have my sound thing ready. And, and you know what? Some. Fuck the soapbox. Fuck all that bullshit. Right? Like our whole country. Listen, go to an any elementary school. Read the history book there. Keep saying this isn't who we uh, who who we are. Right? Whatever nice story you want to tell, the pilgrims came here, they gave the fucking natives fucking... I mean, gave the it, natives, ain't, it ain't, natives it ain't who we are. So they could take their space. We... I want to say... Hey man, the the next generation, uh, what do you think? You think things are gonna take a turn for the worse? Nah, no, 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 no. This is the this is the good part about it, right? Look, New York being the place that it was, right? A lot of us 
even at our age, we're kind of shocked. We're like, really? Really? The country is that racist, right? Like, you know what? We didn't realize that we're the fucking, that we were the, we were the pocket, and right? And that these pockets exist in places like Chicago, in places like Houston, in places like Atlanta, right? Look, where people are like, I, they, they actually really thought this, this isn't who we are because their direct and immediate environment didn't have that, like ours didn't, right? If you grow up in New York, and, and you know, I, I've heard some people that we know say they've seen more racism in New York than they have in, all of, in the rest of the U.S., and that can't possibly be true, right? We live all on top of right. each other, and we're in direct, in direct contact with each other's culture. And for the most part, especially from what I know, this has been widely accepted. Widely accepted in New York City. Um, can we get can we get Bang to to weigh in on you know and any thoughts he might have? Oh shit, my bad, about... my bad. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, yo, thank you. You said it right, man. But um, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's it's a hard call. I mean, like, like yeah. I mean, I think it's a racial, you know, it's a racist act and it's targeted towards Asians. But to your point, you know, like well, not not that, my point, you know, but. This, okay, to I this mean, to the point viewpoint. of, like, you know, there are a lot of Asian women that work in these spas, right? So, I mean, yeah, man, I mean, I really don't know what to say, you know. I That's part of the reason I I wanted to come on this, this show with you guys, because, you know, I'm not... I'm not really the type to to do podcasts. I've never done a podcast, but I felt like, as an Asian person... You know, I, I don't even know about what I have to say is relevant, but I, I just felt like it as an Asian is. person, I had to just be here to just say something, you know, and it's it's a hurtful crime, you know, that impacts a lot of people and a lot of like families and, you know, whether it's targeted or not, it's like, yo, you whatever you it is that you're dealing with and and people who hate on other people and for whatever reason... You know, we're like 99% more the same than we are different. And Definitely. And, our, and our differences are fine. And our differences are to be embraced, you know. And like, and I think like, you know, like the world doesn't need any more hate, man. It's just it's so much of it going on against against everybody. We're, we're fucking hating ourselves. You know, I have, I have fucking hateful conversations with myself. You know, so it's just like, yo, it's like whatever, like, Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're doing, it's like it's not worth, you know, taking it out on somebody else. Okay, if you're addicted to sex, fine. You know, it's like find a different way to deal with it. Your your solution is not to go and murder like innocent people. You know, yeah. like what do you what do you get from that? You know, like and and if you really do hate Asian people, like like why? It, you know, like what is the point? Like what do you Yo, what, what do you think? Like, we don't really know the, you know, okay, yeah, if supposedly, or the facts, I don't really know, like, we don't really know where COVID actually stems from, where it actually even comes from. I don't really know. I'm, you know, I'm not, like, 
yeah. following on the science and all that stuff. But, you know, it's like, yo, shit is here. We're all fucking dealing with it. And, you know, you can't just go around, like, you know, calling us a virus. I mean, I, the human beings are just straight virus. We're just here destroying everything. Right. You know, and, like, and, and it's sad to see, you know, because it's such a beautiful planet. And that if we can just, like, put all this bullshit and all this hate that, you know, we're putting out in the world, like, you know, we can actually live together. And, like, it doesn't even have to be peaceful, but it doesn't have to lead to death, you know? And, like, if you don't like somebody, you don't love somebody, you don't like their culture, you don't like their music, you don't like what they eat, you don't like the way they... Whatever the fuck it is, just, like, just, just leave them alone, you know? It's just That's like... That's right. You sure. know, so Simple. so I don't know, man. You know, I'm, I don't know. You know, sometimes I just feel numb. You know, there's been a lot of shit happening, obviously, and there's been mad stuff happening even before. You know, every, everything was being televised and everything was just being like, like broadcast into your mind, even without you wanting to see it. You know, and it's uh, right. Yeah, hey, you know, I don't know, bro. Let me let me let me put it in a in a hold on let me put it in a much more new york fashion yeah i got lots of asian friends bro you come out your face fucking <laughs> sideways i will fucking slap your head off personally right i'll be the first goes. one right Jojo. And it won't be a fucking karate chop to your oh neck and ninja, ninja bullshit. I'm gonna fuck you up, bro. Give the full screen. Straight up. Word. Straight up. And win or win or lose, win or lose. If you're wrong and you're coming out your face the wrong way, the same way as some of my white friends back home down south when I was living in Georgia, you said the N word the wrong way. And guess what? I didn't have to fucking. I didn't have to do anything. The white boys are going to jump on you, right? But guess what? For my Asian friends, you come come out of your face the wrong way, N-word, wrong kind of, wrong kind of, wrong kind of uh, derogatory term, and you're going to get exactly that from me. Personally, I have no problem with taking the consequences of slapping your motherfucking head off. No problem. No problem. Unless it's in my office where I work. In that case, I'll get fired. But everything else, I'll go to court. So, I think that, um... I think think we would... It would be interesting to see the statistics as far as, like... Alright, I know that the, the Asian population in Atlanta in general is very low. Some, like, I live in Columbus, Georgia, right? There are a lot of Asian people that that live live down in Georgia. Mainly mainly a lot of 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 Korean people. Uh, and JoJo's census report from 15 uh, years ago. I lived down there. I lived down there. I had an actual physical sample I understand of what's, I'm, going, I'm, of what's I'm, going on right I'm, it's just I'm like if you live in New York City and you say you don't know a single fucking Chinese dude you're a fucking liar or a racist 
Maybe. Or you might live in Garrison Beach. Or you might live in Staten Island. Or Howard Beach. They're, or they're like a little that. under... The Asian the population beach. is a little under 5% of the population in Atlanta. Okay? Right. But, that but 6 out of 8 of the people murdered were Asian. That's, a, that's an attack. Okay? But... Uh, the, That's a statistical the, the reply that I got in, in this conversation, the person said, okay, but what percentage of these spas are owned by Asians? And that's, you know, maybe that's... What does that mean? Well, what that means is the police would have a hard time proving... Proving it? Or maybe not the police, but a DA or whoever would have a hard time proving the motivation being purely I mean, racial. I don't I don't I mean, know, but I I believe you just you just, you just for me is that that, the that, same that theory, math, like if a whole math. black neighborhood burns down like they did with Black Wall Street because the 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 neighborhood was 99% black owned that it could yeah, have been I mean somebody. when you look at the math, you know, the numbers stand out, but then is that enough? Come on. Yes. You're, you're really not going there, right? I'm saying that <laughs> is the question. I don't know. Is that going to win the that case? That is not the question. Is that going to win the case? <laughs> Fuck. Is it? I mean, that's what I'm asking. You know, is that provable? Do we know that for I'm sure? It looks it's that way. Up. Yes. The numbers don't it lie. It looks that lie. way to me. It does. It is totally. Let me let me tell you how this went. One but second. I could I could this fabricate Yo, a story that would fit that exception. Garbage. So yes, he is a sex addict, and he has a thing for Asian girls, but they don't like him. And he probably went in there with not enough money or some shit, or didn't get offered some shit and got pissed off and came back on some racist hate shit. Let's be. Let's keep it a hundred. They fucking got to his back, and then they got to his Johnson, and they were like, enough of you. And he was like, wait a second, you know, where's the rest of it? And he was there I like... I would say that's very plausible. And he went back, and he was like, I have a gun, and I've lost my mind. I'm done. And that's that. And he was like... And, he, and it was racial, because that's why he was there in the first place, based that on the sheer numbers. Lost my mind, and that's it. But then they would say, yeah. so is it because... <laughs> He feels, you know, uh, discriminated against himself. There's a there's a, there's a <laughs> lot of of tale in Atlanta that you can buy, and 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 not that much of that tale. So that's fucking aimed at. Yeah, come on, I'm not even going to play targeted. She's targeted. But people need to see the overarching thing, right? Like, look, and this is what I was saying before when we got into the little little spat about canceling cartoons over stupid shit. When we got actual human beings who are out there killing other people over the color of their skin. Or right, but it's not a trade-off. One or the what other. There's a lot of numbers. Yo, that math is so fucking wrong. That math, the, the math of how many died and how many live in Atlanta, that's wrong. Yo, the math. You want to talk about well, the, the ma math? The math Let's I said was correct, but you're fucking, saying it's of, foul. Of three centuries. Of For me, that's enough. Listen, 
three centuries of this country doing the same thing, going, oh, my God, this must be some kind of mistake. Who could have possibly done this? We've fucking done this. Yep, we've created this. The entire time the country has existed, this shit has been happening. Listen. And it's the same people all the time. And it's the same people that have to stop that. The rest of us can't do it. The Jewish community can't do it. The Asian community can't do it. The black community can't do it. The community that started this shit needs to stop it themselves. The same community that says this isn't who we are needs to stop the other people who are that. Facts. 110% facts. Open your history book and go, God damn, I see the same pattern all the time. Mm -hmm. And who are the same people who keep telling us this isn't who we are? But God damn, they wrote these books too. What am I missing? Am I missing something? Am I missing something? Am I fucking crazy because I live in Europe now? Maybe. Where there's white people that don't do that? That realize that there's there's still people practicing the same shit that they stopped 300 years before we did in the U.S.? Are you calling us barbarian? I ain't calling nobody barbarian. Um, so listen, we're I think we're all in agreement right? so that we believe this was I think a racially this is part of our motivated, nature, right? So, somehow, incident. somehow, I think it's part of our nature, right? Well, someone's nature. It's sad to say, man. Like, you whose know what? nature? But the one thing part of I whose nature? Say, human nature. What are you trying to human say, nature. bro? <laughs> hey. I'm coming Who's at you, you people? Bro. Come at me, bro. Come uh, at me, bro. So we got two minutes to go. Uh, so thank you, hey. Bang, for taking yes. the time and jumping on with us. Much appreciated. Yeah. And uh, shout and out Bang some some it. social Bang handles it, where people... Fuck with Asians, you get fucked up. <laughs> yep. Facts. And on that Come note... Put your face sideways to the wrong people, you will get fucked up. Right? Yeah. You can talk your freedom of speech, but other people will have the freedom of fucking you up and going to court <laughs> and gladly going that they fucked you up for it. And then you'll think about it next time. Word. Okay? Truth. If there's no diplomacy that can be had from this shit. Yeah. Right? The diplomacy is take your ass across the street and grumble it to your other friend. And don't be loud about it. Say it with your inside. And you can find more information on Bang and more of his work at (laughs) Bang Poom Pak D. You'll never be able to spell it. It's in the chat. I put it in the chat earlier. I'm sure I can spell it. 
Uh, I spell it. Oh. B A N G B O N. Nope. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're already wrong. Pretty close. I got I got Here we go. Here we go. B A N G P U A N G P A K E E dot com. P A K D E E dot com. Fuck me. I missed it. You got Wait. pretty yeah, you got ten out of eleven, so Yo, he got he got the dopest rap name ever, bro. Ever. So, yo, man, I freestyle, son. I freestyle. I, 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 I got the joints. <laughs> bang boom pop. Bang boom pop D. <laughs> I, I got John oh, Blaze shit. Up quick. Wait, you know why Joe picked it up quick? Because D? Joe didn't see it. Call if you. Joe saw it, he wouldn't Who have been able to pick it up. Bang pock. Bang pock, yo, that's bang, me. Bango, bang bang pop. Pop. You need L I. You need Lil in front of it. Lil, Lil bang, bang pop. Lil bang pop. Yo, that's me. Oh yo, <laughs> mixtape. Check out my NFT. Ah. <laughs> Cop that NFT, son. <laughs> this is gold, bro. This There's is your gold. NFT right there. <sighs> yo. Is 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 it time to say it? It is. I think it's time to say it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. That's all. From the More Garbage Podcast. On behalf of my host, DJ Vandal, Fubzilla. My name is Jojo. Big shout out to our man Bang Pock. MC Bang Pock cop the mixtape and shit. You know what I'm saying? We out of here. Peace. 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 Peace.